You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hello and welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. I'm Craig and I'm the host of the podcast and I'm joined by Greg. Hello, Greg. All right. Hello, I was trying to think about how to describe us earlier and I was trying to think, are we a duo or are we a double act? I, I like uh, I like a sort of Cagney and Lacey style style uh, double act. We both bring something slightly different to the table, but the combined force is is really quite a a, a, a sight to behold. You, you so, do yeah. know that I'm a lot younger than you, and I don't get that reference. <laughs> you know fine well what I mean. I know, I've never seen it in my life. Come on, you and your student days. No, nah, you're it's... telling me you never sat on the couch watching about a bit of Cagney and Lacey in the afternoon. You're supposed to be in blooming. Double English or something? No, it was uh, Bruce. Uh, what's it? David Dickinson, bargain hunt. That's what I used the to Duke. watch. Oh, aye, he, he was good. Aye, bargain hunt. Rhymes with bargain hunt. Here's something that I bet you didn't know, Greg. I've got a naked picture of David Dickinson up my wall, my mum's house. Nothing, nothing you tell me would surprise me these days. Why is it in your mum's house? <laughs> I don't know why I've not brought it with me. I wonder. Eh? I'm not sure if my wife would. It. Like, I don't know if she'd appreciate that. How 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 naked is naked? Yeah, he's covering up his bits. Oh, oh that's, not, that's not naked then. It's, it's not graphic. <laughs> How's he tanned? How's his tan looking? Mahogany. <laughs> oh, beautiful. <laughs> it's a bit like myself when it comes to tanning. Oh, I know you like a I know you like a half hour in the sunbed. That's it, it shows. Aye. Right, unfortunately we're gonna have to start talking about football, Greg. But we could talk about Dickinson for a wee bit longer. But as well, just ending the podcast here then, if it's the football talk that's to start now, because I'm about as ill-prepared as I've ever been for this podcast. And anybody who's listened to it before will tell you just how ill-prepared I usually am. So uh, this could be a lot of me just agreeing, saying aye. Mm-hmm. Oh, aye. Ah, mm, yeah. I've seen you an agenda as well. I've seen the size of this agenda. We're going to be here till midnight. <laughs> Six pages. Yeah. Of notes, but don't worry, there's a lot of pictures in there, Greg. Ah, I'll bet. Let's get cracking. Right, we'll start. We'll we'll go all the way back to last week, and we'll get involved with the Celtic Ajax game. Oh. I am. I'm missing out in the Champions League games. Being a, a Rangers fan, I don't get to enjoy it myself. So I I make a point of watching Celtic's progress in the competition, and having a few beers at the same time. And cheering, uh, quite... cheering on the Scottish sides in Europe. In, no, I wouldn't go that far. No, I definitely wouldn't go that far. Uh, there's some question marks over my uh, patriotism on the forum. <laughs> but, <laughs> right, okay. but, but I, but I was, I was watching it and I was enjoying it because I, I mentioned in the forum that I was enjoying it as a neutral. Yes. And somebody questioned point. how Scottish I was if I was saying <laughs> I was a neutral. No, I'm a wee bit like you as well. I don't. Uh... I think I mentioned it the other week. I actually quite enjoy watching the um, the Celtic Champions League stuff this season because I I don't really care what way the, the result goes to be honest. I can just sit back and uh, sit back and enjoy it. But I didn't see the game last week because it wasn't on council telly. So I've seen the highlights. I've no, seen was... a wee bit of the crowd trouble. I've seen the seats being flung. I've not seen much of the game though. All right, well, you missed a, a belter when it was a penalty for Celtic. It was, Stokes was brought down. I, I don't think there's any question marks at all about whether it was a penalty. 
I'd say that Stokes looked for the, the foul a little bit, but he did, definitely didn't dive. He definitely didn't leave the ground prior to contact. I thought it was just clever play from him. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he won, the, he won the, the penalty, but that wasn't the best bit. The best bit was Ajax keeper, Sillison. So the penalty was given, and as you'd expect, the Ajax players are running around the referee saying, oh, it's not a penalty, no, no, no doing their usual moaning. But while this was happening, the keeper decided to go a wee wander and he went away off towards the corner flag for some reason. Right. So the camera then pans back and the penalty's on the spot and the keeper's not there and everyone's going, what's going on here? He's not on the, the goals. Eventually the keeper comes across and is, then the referee says something about the, the ball on the spot and he decides, oh, look, Forrest, go and replace that ball. So Forrest replaces it, pretty much puts it back exactly where it was. Yep. And then Forrest ready to take the penalty. The keeper then comes out and says, oh, no, I need to respot the ball. So then there's again a wee bit more of gamesmanship there. The referee says, no, 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 it's fine. Then I think it was Van Dyke decided to get a wee bit upset about this time-wasting. And the referee booked him for the time-wasting. Not the keeper, Van Dyke. Book Van Dyke. He, he booked him for the complaints about the time-wasting. But then when this was happening, the keeper then decided to leave the box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was brilliant. But the thing was, he, he didn't even get booked for it all. Yeah, I don't know why that... the, the ref let him away with it. I don't know what the fifth or sixth official was thinking about all this, because he would have seen all of this going on and just didn't seem to care. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, they could only book him for time-wasting, I suppose, but... Um, I'm not sure if that's really what he was doing at that stage in the game, but there's definitely a wee bit of gamesmanship involved there. The Forrest did well because all this is going on and still he steps up and finishes it. Yep, yep, did well. I really impressed with that from him. And perfect timing as well, just before the half-time mark. And then in the, the second half, Kyle scored, which, well, I'll call it a, a lucky goal. But big deflection, was it? That was a big deflection. It was... Yeah. It's similar to the AC Milan goal. It wasn't as bad as that because it was probably a worse shot, although the AC Milan might have been going wide. But we'll say yeah. Kyle's was worse. But see the look on his face when he scored that he was the happiest man on the planet. I don't think oh, he's going to watch the replay again. He's going to accept that it was a, a perfectly hit strike, straight in the net, no deflection, because he was he just that chuffed. Yep, stats don't lie. Goal credited to him, so his goal. Uh, so the Ajax scored a wee bit near the end, uh, which was a really good goal actually, but there was no threat to the victory at all. And well, that's it. Celtic have set themselves up quite nicely. Yeah, really uh, good. Result. Hopefully, push for second place. Uh, I, I mean, don't think. Th- I mean, that's the thing. It keeps them. It keeps them in the. Uh, keeps them in the competition a wee bit because they had to get beat uh, during the week. Then it starts to look. Like it's almost done and dusted, but at least now they've kept themselves in there and they're still fighting. It's going to be a tough one away in Amsterdam as well, but I mean they've kept themselves in the competition with that result there, so at least it keeps the interest level up for a wee bit further. And I mean, who knows? You wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't bet against them to go and nick something in, in, in Amsterdam as well. So it's, it's up for a cracking finale. Who knows? I I think the the main thing for me is it that it's not over yet. They're still pushing for that second place, and at, at least they're they're fighting. I'd hate mm-hmm. for the, the final games to just be boring, nothing to play for type. Oh, I definitely. Because you want, I mean, you want the last couple of games to be big crowds and sort of sellouts and big occasions and stuff. And I mean, any any points that they accrue as well will be um, be good for the, the the coefficient and all that sort of stuff as well. So uh, it's good to see them get that one and keep the interest level up a bit. Yep. Aye. 
So I wanted to move on to the weekend, and before we discuss, normally we start with the Premiership, but I thought we'd jump straight in and do the charity bit. Yep. And once again, it didn't come in. A random attempt at doing it just didn't happen. It, it didn't work, Greg, and I think it was you that picked the numbers, so yeah. it's your fault. Well, you, you wrote the numbers down though, against the team, so you're equally culpable. <laughs> had, you written, had you written those numbers against different sides? then we could have been sitting here looking at a, a hefty return. But I'll, I'll, I'll shoulder my, my portion of the blame, but I wasn't entirely operating alone with that one. But uh, I'm sure we've got a great system worked out for this week. Yep. And I told you before we started the podcast, don't tell me anything. I said, as, as I do normally, I say, look, skip the banter because I really I don't want to hear it before the podcast. I want to hear it in the podcast because I've really been excited about this. I want to know, have we got a charity bet from Greg's mum? Uh, sort of. Oh, what's this sort of? <laughs> sort of, right. be sort of. The, 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 the plan was I, was I was going to nip down. I was going to nip down after I had my tea. And uh, I'd, need to, I'd need to spend an hour explaining what a podcast is. Put <laughs> the, the premises behind this, this, this bet and why I'm asking it to pick some random some random teams from a bit of paper, but I remembered she was she was getting her kitchen fitted last week, and she's right. got the walls still to paint, so the last thing I wanted to do is nip down there after my tea and get lumbered with painting the walls, so <laughs> as any good son would do, I've just, I've dingied that, so <laughs> in terms of her picking the charity bet, she's not, strictly speaking, picked it, however, I have picked on her behalf by using what I think would be similar sort of logic to what she would use to pick the teams, if you see what I mean. Who knows her better than her own son, right? So right. I, I, I don't think you ask her, I know who she would have picked. Does this still count as her picking? Sort of. <laughs> well, right, if, if, it, if it comes in, then yes, it's, it's her pick. But uh, yeah, I've got, I've, got a couple of, I've got a couple of teams. Right, so this is the, the team part of the bet. We've got a £10 free bet for McBookie. We put it on two teams to win. And we also have a separate first scorer bet, but we'll do these two teams first, Greg. Right. For the teams we're going we're going lower leagues. She would she would normally pick Motherwell, but given that we uh, Motherwell have got Hibs on Saturday, I, I would have talked her to doing that. So the next best thing in Motherwell, closer to home, is to go for Hamilton. Now Hamilton right. are away at Queen of the South on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So my first pick is Hamilton Ackies away. Oh, sorry, my mum's first pick is Hamilton <laughs> Ackies away at Queen of the South. Right, we're getting evens for that. Even. Tell your mum we're getting evens. For even Hamilton. money, even money, and that. So that's a that's an outside bet. Hamilton are doing well in the league. This is the Flying. Scottish Cup, but they're Flying doing well in the league. Bet number two. Team I'm sure, number there was two. E- easier. There was easier games in the Scottish Cup for her to choose, but we'll, but, we'll cover I, this. Just that's that's the outside bet. Bet number two. Right. She's gone for Air United at home at Queen's Park. All right, yep. Now, the logic behind that is she used to go her holidays to Air Loads when she was a wee girl, so she would have definitely picked Air. And she still goes to Air just now. She gets the bus. She's got a bus pass. So she, uh, she jumps on the bus and is a regular visitor to Air. So I'm pretty sure she'd have gone for Air as well. So, Air United to Open Queen's Park, which is 2-7. to 2-7, to seven, yep. You, you tell her that's, that's a good choice. Good picks, aren't they? They are good picks. Certainly <laughs> not random. She knows her stuff. 
Mm-hmm. See, come on, there was easier ones. You could have told her there was games like Aloha against Inveruri local ones. <laughs> I would be struggling to justify that unless there was some sort of tight Aloha, though. All oh, right, I, I see what you're saying. Do you know what I mean? I, I, need, I need to justify this, otherwise people will think I've just picked these teams at random. There has to be a, a tenuous link. But I actually, that's the two picks. I, I think they look good. Right, OK. £10 on that. Double returns £25.71. Pence, courtesy of Greg's mum, kind of. Yeah, and McBookie. And McBookie giving us a £10 free bet. <sighs> now, we really, we really, really, really need to start getting some uh, getting some return in this money because it's it's an unbelievable run of poor form. Remind me how much we've got in the kitty just now for the season to date. Well let me count it up. Just give me a second, I'll count it up. <laughs> Let's see getting the coins out there. It's almost like I had that prop ready for this. It's almost <laughs> as if it's scripted. Wait, let me check this. I've got zero in the pot. Uh, zero in the pot. Nothing there. Even even given the fact that uh, McBookie have doubled I've doubled the money available to us this season. We have yet to return a single solitary dime. Ah, they know so what they're doing. We've got to turn this around. Got to turn this around. I think I think a charity bet's going to be like McFadden's second half of the season. It's going to be an absolute stormer because the first half's been an absolute stinker. <laughs> right, for this to work, we're going to have to get Gagan on the score sheet. Andy mm-hmm. Gagan of Dunfermline. We're sticking with him for the first scorer bet. Yep. They're away to Elgin. So Dunfermline are the, the firm favourites in that one. So um, hopefully Gagan will score in that. But hopefully he scores first. I don't really care if he scores second. He's, he's, he's going to do it eventually. There's no doubt about it. He's going to come good for us. So fingers crossed he'll be a, uh, be a big uh, cup tie player. Yep. And he'll, he'll get his first uh, his first first goal this, this weekend. I'm looking for him on Twitter, Greg. I need to find him on Twitter because I need to explain to him how serious this is. That he's not just playing for himself or for his team. He's playing for the children. He's playing for the sick kids. He's got to get himself on the penalties as well. I don't know who's hitting the penalties for Dunfermline, but you need to get on Twitter and get him, uh, get him wise to the fact that he's he's our man. If there's a if there's a penalty coming up as well, he's got to, he's got to nick a ball and take it. I speak Free to Chris. Or... I speak to Chris on the forum and see if we can get get a contact details for him. But yeah, no, no problem. Text him. Right, BBM. I'd... All these all these football players. Uh, that BBM stuff that you do. That's what the kids are into nowadays. BBM, he'll be be right on that. (laughs) Right, I don't have the odds for the Dunfermline game yet, but don't worry, my bookie's got plenty of time to do that. They're they're too busy just now giving you odds on on games like Aloha against Inveruri and that kind of thing. They're they're a good bookie, but you just need their time for the first scorer bet. Yeah, it's a a great group on Saturday. I love the the Cup uh, weekends because you get some really... Uh, really good ties in there. There's some real, there's some real chances, of upsets in there as well. Airdrie away to Rangers and and Veruri away to Alawa, you know. I, I think the the Rangers game could be good. But what's the what's the script? When does it kick off? Uh, I think that's what I'm wanting to know. I think that might be Friday night at seven forty-five. Now the reason I ask that is because the BBC. Haven't they got that? The BBC say that they're playing on uh, Saturday. Mm, McBookie here, who, um, who I am always more inclined to go with because they've actually yep. got some money staked in this as opposed to the BBC, which are just a shambles at the moment. Definitely 1st of November, 1945. Must yep. be, I'm assuming that's on the telly. Well, 
I've just looked at the Rangers ticket site and it was definitely the Friday. £15 if anyone's interested in going. If anyone's interested in buying me a ticket, I'll give you my address and you could just send it on to me. Do you not get that one free with your season ticket? No, Rangers don't do free tickets. <sighs> Shambles. No, you don't get anything with the season ticket, really. And no, it's not on TV, as far as I can see. So it's only a hooky stream. I'm not into I don't like hooky streams, Greg, as you know. I don't agree I with it, but it'll need to be. I know you're dead set against that sort of stuff. Certainly when they catch you torrenting things left, right and centre. Oh, no chance, no chance. As no they chance. say, home taping's killing music. Mm-hmm. I think that applies to dodgy streams of football games as well. Definitely. Right, so we'll move on and we'll discuss the Premiership games at the weekend. There was loads of Premiership games at the weekend. There was, <laughs> there was six, or should I say five and a wee bit, <laughs> five, and a, five and a quarter we had Friday football Ross County against Inverness and it was postponed after some floodlight failure now they, they kept trying to turn it back on I think I think the whole thing is they just turn it off turn it back on again see if mm. that fixes it but no it didn't and they're blaming torrential rain which I'm not so sure how torrential rain causes the floodlights to fail because I thought that they would be rainproof generally waterproof these things that's it I thought that yeah, that's their official line, and so the, I, I just don't understand it. So they were making a big deal of this on sports scene last night, uh, the fact that the game was played at the, was it the energy something, state global, global energy, energy. Uh, Wow, well, I'd say get it, global energy, no lights, get it, get it, get the joke, <laughs> global energy, no lights. Just repeated about 20 times, why, got it the first time. Do you see that guy's haircut in sports scene last night, the guy that presents it? No, a guy with a big eyes. Oh man, he said his haircut. Has he? He looks like an escapee from blooming Berlin. <laughs> no, no. Shaved I down at the sides. You know how these young folk have got their hair shaved down at the sides and then a bit longer on the top? Uh, One of them. <laughs> these big bug eyes. Oh, he looks like a nightmare, man. He had, a, he had a pair of jeans on as well. It looked as though they'd been painted on. Guy's an absolute mile. <laughs> I'll need to have a wee look to see. Can have I a look just watch it on YouTube. Aye, I'm surprised you didn't just get a dodgy stream and watch it on that of your work. Have a look at Pat Bonner. Pat Bonner, can you believe what he's seen with this guy in front of him? The disgrace. I'm looking forward to watching this now, Greg. Mm-hmm. Big bug eyes. What's his name? What's the, what's the boy's name? Oh, I don't know. I've forgotten. <sighs> I've done it. He knows him because he's... Where did, he, where did he crop up from? He suddenly got the sports scene. Do you get Dougie Vipon back on it? Or get uh, uh, Dougie Donnelly back on it? Right, okay, I've, what I've done a search for is sports scene bug eyes. <laughs> There's somebody from the Talk Celtic forum saying, good move getting shot at that bug-eyed <laughs> McLean. <laughs> <Bob McLean. laughs> Maybe that's a prerequisite for a job, you need to have bug eyes. Sutherland, Jonathan Sutherland, that's his name. Big bug-eyed that's Sutherland. That's yeah, a ridiculous haircut. Right, I'll look that up after the podcast. Yeah. Aye, so going back to the Ross County and Inverness game, they're saying the official line from Ross County is that fans should keep their ticket stubs. But I would have thought that if the game reached half time, I thought they were within their rights to say, uh uh-uh, uh, that's it, you're tough, you've had half a game, that's enough. I think if I think if the game's abandoned due to I think if it's abandoned due to weather, then that's the case. Um you you, you can claim your money back. But I don't I don't know about whether that would be the whether that would be the um, sorry if it's called off duty weather then I don't think you can claim your money back but if it's something which is 
as a result of the infrastructure like the stadium, like the floodlights not working, and I think you're entitled to get your cash back. I, I think if it went at any point in the game, let's say it was it was 80 minutes gone and the floodlights went and abandoned it, I think you'd be duty-bound to get your money back again because, do you know what I mean, it's kind of part and parcel of what you've paid for they've not been able to deliver, so... Um, I hold on to your ticket stubs, but I don't know. It's how I mean again. I don't know. I don't know how Ross County do these things, but when it happened, it um, happened at Fir Park a couple of times last season. It was just chaos. You had the fire, the did you not? With a fire and the floodlights, and we also had uh, the floodlights failing and generator failing. It was a power cut, in fact, in the area, and the floodlights were in the were in the operational. This was like a three o'clock kickoff. Aye. But on the way out, they were handed out. Of course, they don't hand out tickets on the way in. Cash at the gate. So on the way out, they were handing out just like vouchers, just like mm-hmm. paper vouchers. So for the rearranged game, the Hibs game, there was something like a bumper crowd of 13,000 appeared at the, the replay, given there, even though there was only about 8,000 the first time around. So is that because they were handing out wads? Eh? Uh, handing out paper. piles of vouchers. People with season tickets with six vouchers and absolute chaos. So, so is that I you then, Greg? Were you no, no, no. Not walk straight out, don't you know? You're just taking money right out the pocket of the club when they catch me doing that. Not interested. <laughs> and I was given, I was MDSO with a handful of tickets, I was giving them a, a ticking off. Oh, I wasn't really, I was just saying that's terrible, but I wasn't saying it too loud in case they thumped me one. You were probably saying it in your head. <laughs> I was saying, I'm, I'll just wait till I got home. And... Right, we'll, get, we'll move on to actual football games. Because wasn't a lot of football there. Right, so Aberdeen beat Hibs 2-0. Uh, Dundee United beat St Mirren 4-0. Although Dundee United played really well, I thought a uh, big talking point there was Marion Kello yeah. playing his debut for St Mirren. Obviously having yeah. a tough time of it, letting in four goals. But I was speaking to a guy who was at the game and he says that he played quite well, despite the scoreline. I, I think Kello's I, I think Kello's a, could be a really good pick-up for St Mirren. I think he could be a... Um, one, of the, one of the catches of the season, to be honest, because he's a, a guy with a good track record. And I, okay, he, he shipped four on Saturday, but by all accounts, Dundee United were absolutely um, outstanding on Saturday. So it's probably not a great surprise that they won comfortably. And Jimmy Gomez coming on as a sub as well. Back, in the Jimmy's game. back. Jimmy's back. Yep, good to see him. Yep, a wee bit of quality back again. And then Kelly beat Hearts 2-0. Uh, Hearts relegated, Kelly relegated Hearts on Saturday. Do you think so? That's over, That's, they've gone. That's them, um, they're finished. There's no way. The deficit is now back, is it? Is it back to 15, 15, 16 points? I'm sure it's back to 15. There's no way they're, they're recouping that. No way they're recouping that point, Tally. That's Hearts are away. Hearts have gone. St Mirren have got a game in hand as well. Aye. Aye. And I think, like I've seen before, with St Mirren picking up Kelly, they, they'll definitely... I mean, they'll definitely pick up wins along the way. They'll give they'll give team uh, teams a wee bit of bother, but Hearts, I think, are just in desperate straits. And I thought I've got I think Stevenson went off injured on Saturday as well, and he's out for maybe a month or so, six weeks. And certainly when when Hearts played Motherwell, he was one of the guys that was that looked as though he was actually going to go and make something happen for him. In fact, he scored. Uh, and with him missing, dear me, Hearts are just really they're down to the bare bones. So I really liked Chris Boyd uh, with his, his goal, with the composure he showed when the, the Hearts oh, defender God. slipped and decided he decided Aye. not to shoot despite having the goal at his mercy and he, he let the other defender come, sidestepped him. I thought it was a bit of quality composure for the guy. 
classic fat five-a-side man finish, wasn't it? Just lumbering, lumbering through the defence, dropping a shoulder here and there before slot away. It reminded me like a, a good Sunday league player. <laughs> good quality for point. A guy that's obviously played a wee bit in his time, but he's frankly past it now. He's not even that old, Boyd. I don't know. I don't know what's happened to him. Maybe this is the the true Boyd that we're seeing now. Ah, I mean, you know what's happened to him? It's all, it's all the uh, deep fried pizza suppers that he eats and his uh, his lifestyle choices, shall we say, which are coming back to coming back to haunt him and catch up with him. Oh, here's something for you, Greg. I know that you like talking about the national side, but STV. They've had a talking point. Should Chris Boyd be handed a Scotland squad recall? There you are. It's just preposterous. Off the back of what two goals against Hearts at the weekend. That's just utter nonsense. And you look at you look at some of the boys that have got in the national side just now, and um, you know just their build and their attitude and their speed and their flexibility, and then you go and stick somebody like that in there. Do us a favour, man. I'm all for a bit of banter, but no, don't don't recall him. No chance. So then moving on to the Sunday's games and the first one up was Partick Thistle against Celtic which Celtic won 2-1 I didn't watch the game myself well I tell a lie I watched about half an hour of it but I hear that Partick Thistle done really well for themselves and done what they've done all season really and and they didn't shut up shop they didn't panic against Celtic and they went and tried to play football uh, I know the, the guy the guy in front of me in the Q&A was saying pretty much the same thing yesterday as I was waiting <laughs> to buy my messages. He was saying that he, he was, Partick Thistle were unlucky, they were probably the better side, but Celtic managed to grind, the, as they've done so many times in the past, they always seem to manage to grind that three points out. And, it's a uh, sign of champions, so, I suppose. It is, it is, and ugly, and that's, I mean, that's it's a, big, it's a big part of what you need to do in that league, and once again they've done it. They've done it again at the weekend. I thought Samaras, there was talk of him having a, a pretty a horror injury, something to do with his knee, he cut his knee. Ah, somebody was saying stitches. that, he, he sliced his knee open, didn't he? I, I, again, I didn't see the game, I watched the highlights last night, but I didn't really see much much mention of that, to be honest. No, I've, I've not seen any replay of it, but when I was younger, I was playing football with a guy down the park, and he'd done a slide, and he must have caught a, a rock that was un- just, just under the grass, just with the, the top poking out and it cut across his knee, and because your knee, the skin's so thin there, and yep. because it stretches, yep. it just his knee just opened up, yep. and you, oh, you could see his bone. Oh, wasn't, oh it was horrible. It was yeah. one of those, it was a, a horror. We were probably 10, maybe under 10. Oh, it was a horror moment. Made me feel sick. But that's the days we used to go back and, and get a game of football in the grass parts and be broken bottles lying about here, there, and everywhere. Nobody would really give two monkeys uh, back then. Jumpers for goalposts. All that stuff. Or we managed to snaffle a traffic cone once, so we had one oh, good post yes. and then jumpers for the other. <laughs> traffic cone is the is the is the the Porsche of uh, made up goalposts. Because there's, <laughs> there's never really any debate whether it's over a post if it's a traffic cone because it hits the cone. Whereas mm-hmm. a jumper, a jumper's just fraught with with refereeing decisions. There was oh. over a top here. Was it again off the jumper? It was one of those heavy traffic cones as well. You, you know, the ones that you, when you be, you become maybe 17 and you're drinking in the streets, it was one of those that you couldn't really lift up and shout through. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit too heavy. You had to get your pal to hold the end so you could shout through it. Oh, the glory years. Hey, St. Johnson against Motherwell. What was going on with Hasselbank's goal? What was the keeper up to? 
I think I think what he's tried to do is, is say to himself, look, rather than let this go out for a corner, what I'm going to do is sprint 18 yards and do a, a, a sliding a sliding block and keep the ball in and place it direct, play it directly at Hasselbank's feet so he can then <laughs> slot it in for the edge of the box instead of getting it away for a corner. I don't know what was going through his mind because, you know, even even if he even if he even if he gets to that and gets a decent contact on, he's still miles outside his goals. So the best he could do is put it out for a shy. Just let it go for a corner, man. But oh, listen, that's that's a complete aside. St Johnson absolutely thumped us yesterday. They could um, they could easily have won that three or four nothing. So the least said about that game yesterday, the better. To be honest, the only upside was of course it was in BBC Alba. So I got to watch it for the comfort of my house. I didn't need to bother driving to Perth in the rain to watch it, which I wouldn't have done anyway. But that's an aside. <laughs> Bye, garbage. So I was hearing that you might have been getting a wee bit of a Gaelic lesson uh, on, hi, some, on Twitter. Some smart arse on Twitter's um, put the Gaelic for, what is it, goodbye or something? Yep, Hello, I am goodbye. hoping that you're going to end the podcast on that. Uh, Johnny G899, Johnny G, yeah, I the Gaelic for that, and you're the one that's saying it, Greg, at the end. Johnny G899, you know, I don't, I read it today, but I, I, I'm not going to find it again, because I've got no idea what it is. So I might just make something up, because nobody's going to know anything. Who's going to check that? <laughs> right, we'll see, we'll see, we'll leave it till the end. It's a bit of All a right. teaser. It gets people we'll listening see. right to the end. Because <laughs> most would turn off by now, but no, now they know there's some... There's you making a fool of yourself at the end of the podcast. So it's, it's got to be worth sitting through this for another twenty minutes. Got it's be. not going to be as good as the time you did beatboxing on the podcast, though. Uh, yes, that's a while ago. That's a while ago. I did the beatboxing. You see, I've not trotted that out again since. You know, I'm, I'm keeping that for special occasions. So I had to mute Maybe. myself. I was laughing that much. I wish I'd muted myself. I'm going to wait until uh, Chris is back. If Chris comes back. I'll I'll, I'll intro him a wee bit of beatboxing. Oh, Chris says he was playing with a python, something along those lines. That's why he's not on tonight. But he was. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> right, in the, the lower leagues, in the, the championship, Hamilton extended their lead at the top of the table after they beat Falkirk 2-0, and Dundee United were beaten by Livingston. Wraith Rovers are only a point behind Dundee. Who have been the Livingston? Dundee United. Dundee, Dundee United slipped in the league. Dundee, I said. Dundee United, you said Dundee United. No. Wind back your tape. Did I say Dundee United? You said Dundee United. Oh, what? Wind back your tape. The magic button can't fix that. That's it. It's forever. That's in the blooper reel at Christmas. (laughs) All I had to say was Martin or Bottom. (laughs) (laughs) And in League One, obviously Rangers continue to run away with the league. Obviously, they, they struggled, I think, the first half. I didn't watch it. I was watching a, a wee bit of a, a dodgy stream uh, for about 10 minutes of the second half, but it really was dodgy that it wasn't worth watching. Yeah. And Daly got a hat-trick, put him top of the scorers, 10 goals in League One. Who were they Who were they playing? They were playing against East Fife. East Fife, there you go. Aye, second bottom of the table. They had the Nadi. Nadi signed for them. The guy used to be at Hearts? Aye. Dear me. I was he the fat student? Ah, he, was, he was fat when he was a heart. What size is he now? Chris Boyd size. Oh, you're kidding me on. Are you, on the com- are, you are on the computer, Greg? Right? I'm always just, on the computer. Just Google Christian Naddy. Everybody has to Google that. <laughs> right, and then look at the picture that they've offered up on the right-hand side. Can you see it? 
I'm just done there. <laughs> What's he eating? Looks like a donut. Oh. What on earth? It's not even the fact that he's eating something, it's the fact he's got it over his face. Oh, wait a minute, it's on easterroad.com. <laughs> I don't think that can be him. Looks like he's munching in that. Oh. Looks, like a, looks like a cream donut, if I was to hazard a guess. What that is, that looks like a cream donut that he's, he's ramming in his fat cake hole. It's all over his hands, it's all over his oh, face. Oh, dearie me. That is a, that is a brilliant, brilliant he must picture. Be, he, he must be some size now, dearie me. Oh, right, I'm going to put that in the forum. That's well worth putting on the forum. Well, there's a picture of him on these five site. It doesn't look too bad. It doesn't look too bad saying that he's, according to this, he's crocked out for a month with knee surgery. Oh, dear me. Out for a month with type 2 diabetes, keeps eating the donuts. <laughs> oh, right in uh, League 2, that's the usual story with Queen's Park routed to the bottom, but they managed to get uh, their third point of the season mm. after an unlikely draw. Easterland yeah, are top. And there's four points between first place and second bottom. So that continues that trend. Tight league. It's just Queen's Park that's, that's adrift. But it's alright for them. Nothing happens to them this season. It's next season that they would be in trouble. Yeah, safety net again this season. Right. right, we've got upcoming fixtures this week. We've got some more football on BBC Alba, Greg. So you'll enjoy that. I know you're getting right into the Gaelic, as we mentioned. I love Alba. Stennis Muir versus Rangers in the Harry Ramsden's Cup semi-final. And Rangers beat them 8-0 at Ibrox not that long ago. So I don't think it's going to be a close game, this. I think it's going to Shit. be a humping. Should be an easy one there. Yep. What, what night's that on? That's on Tuesday night, tomorrow night. Tuesday night. I might watch it. I might cast my eye over that. Uh, it's on at the usual football time of 7.35. Oh, aye. That European recognised kick-off time. Yep. Yep. Aye, and you get five-minute build-up in BBC Alba. Frankly, that's, just that's all you need. need. Just yep. all you need. It's five minutes. It's just a wee taster. Just to whet the appetite. And we've got other games. We've got the... League Cup quarter-final Inverness against Dundee United. Mm, could be a good one. I shame it's not on the telly box because the BBC have picked Hibs versus Hearts, which is on Wednesday evening. Could be an awful one. And again, oh aye, you know what the Edinburgh derbies are like nowadays. It's going to be penalties after nothing each. You know it right now. Garbage. So, Greg, none me and you will be switching on at quarter to eight and it'll be half-time. Because it kicks off at seven o'clock again. That that standard kickoff time. See, I won't be switching on anything, my friend. I'll be I'll be on a uh, cup duty Wednesday night. Oh, aye. You've got Aberdeen. Aberdeen at home for me, I'm afraid. Ah, you'll be able to watch a wee bit of the Hibs Hearts game if you've got a pub near the ground. <laughs> a pub before the game? Me? <laughs> ah, you can, you can drink you, your your fancy ales. I bet the blooming Bushelter pub. A bottle of Bucky. A bottle of Bucky, that's the way you go. Mm-hmm. I'm getting into Bucky as I grow older. Oh, it's a required taste, but see if you keep working at it. Mm-mm-mm. Aye, my brother took some to Glastonbury. Aye? In the summer. That was a storm. Oh, it was a Sunday night as well. Oh, it was a good way, good way to get the night going. <laughs> and uh, so the League Cup on the Wednesday, Hibs, Hearts, Morton, St. Johnson, and then Motherwell, Aberdeen. Right, who's going through then? Give us your... Who's, who's going through to the semi-finals? Right, OK, I'm going to write this down so we can bring this up again. 
I'm going to go for Inverness on the Tuesday. I think they're needing, they're needing a win, they're deserving of a win. Then in the Edinburgh Derby, I'm going to go for Hibs. Morton St. Johnson, I'm going to go St. Johnson. Motherwell Aberdeen, I'm going to go Motherwell. Sounds good to me. Uh, I'm going to go Dundee United. I'm going to go Hibs. I'm going to go St. Johnston and Motherwell. Pretty much the same as you. But I think uh, uh, I think Dundee United might, uh, might do the business. But I, I think I, really good I think at the weekend. I think Motherwell are going to win that cup. I'm going to I'm going to sit and state this right now that I think ahead of Wednesday's game, coming off a terrible performance yesterday against a pretty good Aberdeen side, I'm going to say right here and right now we are going to win the League Cup this year. And if we don't win the League Cup, we'll win the Scottish Cup. Just as going to put money a, on that. Just as a backup plan, I might do. You know, I like a bet, so why not? That I could be like bookie. They'll sort you out. Could be worth a pound. It's maybe a pound in that. Yeah, no, but I think, I think I think we're going to win a, win a cup this year. I think we'll be rubbish in the league, but we might win a cup. Right, we'll move on to do the predictions in the Premiership. And the, the predictor on the forum, and I, I do know the, the URL this time, Greg, it's forums.scottishfootballforums.co.uk slash predictor. Trips off and the tongue. It does, it does. It's, it was the longest URL in the world before it started, before we added the predictor on at the end. Right now, I used to be really good at this. But now I'm in 51st place, joint 51st place, with 51 points. Yeah, yeah, right, what a coincidence that is. I, I was leading this after the first weekend. I, I'm just doing terrible. I've got Mitch Attitude, he's first, 62 points. Bobby D, I like that name. Oh, Bobby. He's in fourth. Uh, El Chappie is in eighth place. I'm not happy about that because he's. I was hoping to beat him this season, but no. Crossbar Boyd is in fourth. Good name. I can't see your name, Greg. I've stopped playing it. I've, I, I might be last. I don't. I, I sit here and I, put, I, I, I make predictions, but I never, I never put them in. I'm never on. I keep saying this. I'm never on that forum. Finish for that daft forum. <laughs> I'm only on a Friday. I'm only on a Friday night to see if the Spotify threads up. I'm not on it for it now. Ah, you're doing rubbish. You're <laughs> 912th place. <laughs> and it says here you've religiously put in your predictions. Ah, my ass. My ass. If, I, if I went back and retrospectively put them in, I would be 834th. <laughs> right, okay. I'll let you away then. What we should do is get El Chappie to do the charity bet, because he actually seems quite good at predicting the outcomes of games, which is kind of what we're after just now for, for charity bets. So if my mum lets us in this week, I think we've got to go to El Chappie next. Aye, aye, we could do, could do. What about the footy gaffer on the forum, a professional gambler? Footy gaffer is worth a shout as well, I know he likes a punt. Aye, he does, aye, aye. Aye, aye well, what we'll do is we'll think about moving it then, to see if maybe we could get one each, one game each for them. It's a good idea, a couple of aye. bankers. But I reckon that your mum, I think she'll, <laughs> she'll get it right this weekend. She'll shine. Aye. Right, the predictions for the game this coming weekend. On Saturday, we've got Celtic against Dundee United. I'm going to go 2-1, home win. Aye, home win. Oh, I don't know. It'd be, interesting if, it'd be interesting if Dundee United can reproduce what they did at the weekend or whether it's going to be a case of them being a wee bit inconsistent this season. Because if, if they can turn out the same sort of performance, um, you could be looking at an away win. I'm going to go, I'm going to go one each, score draw. You know, it would be nice if we could make these predictions after the midweek game. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? 
Ah, but it's not possible. It's not possible because we do it on a Monday night. Then the next game up is Hearts versus St. Johnson. I'm going to go for a away win. I'm going to go 2-0 St. Johnson. Aye, see, I mean, we, were, we were poor yesterday, but to be fair to St. Johnson, they looked they looked pretty good. I think Hasselbank and May uh, up front appear, and that's, that's got bags of goals in it. So I, I, I comprehensive 3 nothing for St. Johnson. I really like Hasselbank as a player. He's such a wee guy, but he's so, so strong. Brilliant player. He's, he's like, any time I've, I've watched St. Johnson players, he's caused havoc time and time again. I think he's a, I think he's a crack player. Just doesn't have the stamina. No, maybe no, but then, minutes, but... That's, I mean, if you, if you put players in around the bottom, they've got decent legs on them, then they can um, they can do a wee bit as running for them. And, and, and me as well, yeah, he's, he's he, if he keeps doing what he's doing at the moment, he's going to get a decent money move um, just very shortly because he, he's a guy that's uh, really comfortable in front of goals. And just, he's a classic striker. He's, he's the right place at the right time to stick the ball away. And that's, that's, worth, that's worth a lot of money. Uh, he's just signed a, a new contract, so he'll make a yep. lot of money for St. Johnson if he does yep. move. Yep. So the next one up is Inverness against Kelly, and I think this is going to be a hump, and I'm going to go 4-0 Inverness. Uh, I don't know. I, don't, I think it'll be an Inverness win. I don't think it'll be a doing, though, because Kilmarnock will be buoyed by that, uh, that result. See what you did there? Literally, literally <laughs> buoyed by that result of the weekend. And... Uh, as long as they can keep Chris Boyd off the off the haggis suppers up in Inverness, then they might stand a chance of doing something. But I, I think Inverness, Inverness will edge it 2-1. Two, 2-1. One. Two, one. St Mirren against Ross County, going to go 1-0 away victory. Yeah, nothing each. A Paul Band. Paul Band. And on uh, Sunday, half 12 kick-off, Craig, what's this going to do with your social life? This, <sighs> that's not good, is it? I tell you, do you want to know, I'm good, I'm, I can't even make that game, I'm missing that game. Oh, what? Going to church. You've gone to church. I can't That's, what, that's what I thought. It's, um, I just, it's unbelievable. So a mate of mine's uh, wee boy's christening, right? So that's blooming 11 till 12, and then there's a thing after it. I'm, I'm blooming godfather as well. So I can't even I can't even nick away. I can't even nick away after the church. So oh, you're the godfather. Me. You can make that decision. <laughs> I wish. So that's me. I'm, I'm, I'm missing the abs game. Gutted. It's on BT2. Have you got that on your phone? Uh, I've got it on my phone. No, I need to find out if the, the place we're having to do has it, but I, I don't think it does. I'll I'll be trying to sort to you out with your subscriptions, and BT got back to me and they said basically that what they couldn't give it just to you for free, so they gave it to everybody for free the weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's the I, best I, they I could do. That. And there was nothing on it, it was rubbish. They can stick their subscription right up there. Because uh, I had a wee flick through the channels. The Arsenal said, game was on. I said to my boy, I said, oh, there'll be football and uh, BT Sport. It was nothing. It was blooming rugby, cycling, some other rubbish on it as well. Bundesliga on at four o'clock. Who cares about that? Well, they had the part, uh, the Highland Derby on the Friday night. Well, it lasted 20 minutes. <laughs> then they had the Arsenal game at lunchtime Saturday. Zero interest in Arsenal. All right. Oh well, try my best. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, it's not. I, I, I was really disappointed because I thought I'll, I'll go around and beat the sport and maybe get some summary, some preview games. Some, it's just garbage, man. It's like all these sports channels, rubbish. It's time they took them off the TV, except for Alba. <laughs> get the rest of them off the TV. Rubbish. Oh, right. So Motherwell versus Hibs on BT2. Half two off kickoff. Greg isn't going. So the season tickets spare if anyone's listening. They could I've get, buy it I've off for £30. I've, 
Got two spare tickets you can take an under 12 as well with you for free. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a good deal to me. You could take your boy. You could come down and take your boy. I'll leave my, t- I'll leave my tickets for you. Can, am I allowed to wear my Rangers top? Is that all right? Do what you like. It's, I take no responsibility for what happens. Uh, but your name on the seat, will it not? Nah, you can, you can sit in my seat if you like it. You can sit with, trust me, there's plenty of spare seats when you go to Fair Park. It's not, <laughs> you're not you're not restricted to just the one that's your uh, corresponds with your ticket. You can have your choice of about 70 roundabout. I'm going to go for 2-0 Motherwell. For nothing, Motherwell. For nothing. Somebody's getting a hiding off Motherwell just shortly. And if it's not Aberdeen midweek, it's going to be Hibs at the weekend. Then we have Monday Night Football, which I'll overlap with the podcast next week. And oh, that dear. is Aberdeen against Partick Thistle, 7.45, a bog standard kickoff time. And that's on Sky Sports 1. Home win here, 2-1. Ah, uh, it depends. Depends. Aberdeen, Aberdeen have, a wee, have been a wee bit up and down this season. Uh, and every time I've seen Partick Thistle, they've, they've, I think they've looked decent. I'm not sure they're going to do enough to get a win, so I might I might go one each again. I'm picking a lot of draws. Picking a lot of draws this year. I might get that in the coupon. Yeah. Lots of draws in the coupon. One each. Yeah. Right, that's us done for the, the predictions. And remember to join the predictor on forums.scottishfootballforums.co.uk slash predictor. Yeah, I managed to remember that again, Greg. That's twice in a row. Brilliant. Wow, man. Easy. Easy. Right, so that's us at the end of the podcast, Greg. Anything you want to add in? Anything that's random that you want to add in before your final Gaelic goodbye? Nah, I'm done. I need to, I need to go and get another can, so nah, I'm finished. Right, so you going to go for it? Uh, you going to team me up? You got a drum roll or something? I, I don't have sound effects ready. I just had the, the coin sound effect earlier. I that's the only one I prepared. Rubbish then, isn't it? I'm not doing it. Oh. <laughs> I'm not doing it a drum roller. You've bottled it. You've bottled, bottled it. it. Bottled it. Nothing. I garlic my friend centre. Like, I, I, I just make it up anyway. You wouldn't know. No, I wouldn't know. Right. Next week, I, I might have got us a, a, a third person in the podcast. Maybe. Or- we're casting the net wider. Oh, We've decided that um, be a top signing, and I will we'll see how it goes. But I'm in negotiations. Well, uh, throw throw them to the listeners. If there's MD MD out there that listens to this rubbish, but thinks they can do better, and let's be honest, <laughs> that's not going to be difficult. Get in I, touch. Get in touch on Twitter. Give us a shout if you fancy giving it a bash on the Skype. I S Football Forums on Twitter. Dead and, easy. Or you could you could message me on the. The forum, you could PM me there. You could send me a letter if you want. <laughs> <laughs> you could give me a phone and my home phone number if you want. Just come to my door if you want. And we'll Shut have a chat up. about it. Yeah. Right. But I'll right. get involved because we're, we're desperately needing new blood. Cause I, I, I need a couple of weeks off, you know. Get into that Maybe see, see if Chris has finished playing with his Python. <laughs> Hey, see once that wife has that kid, all he's going to be doing is playing with Python for the next six months, so you better get used to it. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening, and Greg, thanks once again for coming on. Pleasure. Hey, right, cheers. Bye. Cheers. See you later.